Hi, I'm Paul Groves from the Ashmolean Museum. Uh, my primary role there is as project manager for the museum's Eastern Art Online Digitisation and Online Collections project, though I've also recently been involved in a number of other online related projects and activities. Uh, because it's the area I'm most involved with, my talk is going to primarily focus on the online collections related activity at the museum, but also some related research that we've done in connection with this. The Ashmolean has been involved in a number of online collections projects in recent years. The one I've been most involved with is Eastern Art Online, the Yusuf Jamil Centre for Islamic and Asian Art. I'll start my talk by quickly looking at this and some of the other existing online offerings from the museum, though please note this is by no means showcases everything the museum has to offer online. I'll then move on to discuss some of the challenges we face and what's, what we're doing in order to better serve our audiences and to try and plan for the th future through some research we're carrying out. And we'll give you some insights from some initial findings that we've been able to obtain from this. So what I was just showing was the Eastern Art Online website. Um, what you see online from this is just the tip of the iceberg. And by far the majority of the work, and of course cost for the project, was and is behind the scenes, photography, object research, documentation, contextual content writing, and all the administration that goes behind that. The Schmillian's new gallery displayed strategy, implemented during the redevelopment of the museum, which reopened in 2009 after um, much work and expense, uh, aims to highlight the connections between objects, showing how the civilizations that shaped our modern world developed as part of an interrelated world culture and not in isolation. Eastern Art Online, which was funded by the businessman and philanthropist Yusuf Jamil, has tried to reflect this ethos and complements the physical Islamic and Asian art galleries. So here's some indication of the website's scope. Um, the initial online collection focused on objects on display in the museum, but has grown to include collections not on display there's around 3,000 objects online now, including all items on display in the Islamic and Asian art galleries and exhibitions, and we're aiming for almost 10,000 by the end of the project. All of these have detailed up-to-date object details and many with further contextual information. Currently, there are 11 online galleries, 16 online exhibitions, nine thematic collection trails, and three online publications. Some of the key features of the site, um, as one would hope to expect from a modern website, it has an attractive, uh, intuitive user interface. Most of the objects have multiple images for viewing from different angles, high-resolution, zoomable images. There's an interactive floor plan linking to our online galleries and exhibitions, and an interactive timeline integrated with a search browse interface. So I'm just going to run through a few pages of the site just to give you a bit of a feel from it before moving on to some other things. So this is where you come into the site where there's a rotating slideshow of current exhibitions and collection highlights to do with Eastern art. and also provides a, link, a number of links to different ways to approach and explore the collection. This is the primary browse interface which also showcases an interactive timeline, which you can see over here, where you can select the time period you're interested in and the type of uh, material and focus in further, um, rather than just having to type in some dates. Also the uh, the dots kind of represent the density at each of those um, areas. Um, this is a typical object record where you can see multiple photographs and description of information, object details that link to further related types of objects. 
and of course the um, high-resolution photography we produce for this, where you can zoom in in considerable detail into the images and pan around. One thing we very much wanted to do with this project was not just make it come across as a standalone online collections resource, because we realised this wasn't how people necessarily approached the museum's collections. So we, we have a list here through an interactive floor plan of all the museum's galleries and highlighted are all the ones we have online connected with this, this project. Um, in particular, we've, we tried to keep up to date with the Eastern Arts um, Exhibitions Programme in the museum, tying together both the physical exhibition with an online offering featuring all the ex um, objects from the exhibition online. And these um, stay online indefinitely, so the exhibitions remain a resource that continue to be explored. And this is our more complex search interface for those who want to go there. Um, this project has also inspired the design and functionality of a number of other online collection sites the Ashmolean has, including a revamped version of Ruskin's Elements of Drawing website and British, the British Archaeology website, which focuses on the uh, museums and antiquarian and archaeological collections. The museum also has, though, um, quite a large number of legacy collections websites. Uh, here's a list of, of some of them. Um, some are better than others. This is one of our, our nicer ones about Roman provincial coinage, um, but I'm not going to embarrass anyone by showing that any of the less good ones. So some figures to get an idea of the scale of what we're dealing with. The total size of the museum's collections is about one million, but that does include pottery sherds and other perhaps less significant collection objects. About one third of the collections have a presence in our central collections management system, though um, other documentation, both digital and otherwise, does exist on our collections. About 5% of the total collections, so this is of the, the 1 million, not of the 300,000 of the uh, third uh, collections in our system, have high-resolution digital photo photography. And currently about 6% of our collections have a presence online in some form or other, so that's about 60 to 65,000. So in theory, there's much still to do there. Some other issues we face, though, with putting more of our collections online, providing detailed and accurate catalogue entries and rich contextual information requires considerable time and resources. So as well as looking at ways of doing this internally, we're also interested in finding out ways in which we might be able to leverage crowdsourcing or other ways to engage the community in helping us with this. But it isn't necessarily a replacement for curatorial input on this side of things. Also, on-display objects can be difficult to photograph, especially en masse without closing the galleries, which the museum is very reluctant to do. And even objects that are in stores can be difficult to access or difficult to move, particularly for our large ones. Our existing online collections are unfortunately mostly not cross-searchable, and this is something we'd like to resolve. But now we have a, a single um, collections management system um, that should be much more possible to do in the future. Also, our online collection data is not yet fed into national and international portals, such as Culture Grid and Europeana. But we're undertaking one project at the moment, which is um, to do with um, providing an international-focused portal on Islamic art that, as a side effect, will provide a means to supply our collections data and images to Europeana and Culture Grid and the like. 
So Culture Grid is a national aggregation portal for searching cultural collections, Europeana being the European-wide one. <coughs> so we face a challenge, though. Meeting users' digital expectations in 2013 is much harder than it used to be. Different user groups also have different online requirements and interests. Do you understand these? Now, remember, the, the Ashmolean, whilst being a university museum, is very much, and always has been, a public museum as well, and we have a very diverse audience. Where should we most effectively focus our digitisation efforts to make the best use of our resources? And we need to identify the appropriate strategic approach to take and a practical implementation plan for this, as well as identifying potential strategic partnerships, both within the university and outside of the university. My formatting seems strange there. Uh, so what are we doing about this? Well, fortunately, we are doing something. Um, we, we received funding from Fidelity UK for a project that's allow us to research industry best practices and distill findings from relevant existing reports. Also, to identify our current and potential audience groups and their needs, to iteratively test these user requirements, ideas and concepts, including crowdsourcing, and to identify an online collection strategy and produce an operational plan for digitisation and online delivery. Right. At the moment, we're in the middle of this project, um, but we have some initial findings from our, our first phase of research and consultation with users. So, what have we found? Now, non-specialist users um, really need a compelling reason to use online collections websites. They won't just go there because they exist. They don't necessarily want to see everything, but what they do see, they want lots of contextual information about. Perhaps this isn't surprising, but um, it gave the more detailed insight we got from this has given us some ideas for ways we can go with this. Specialists want everything, or at least to get an idea of what collections we have, but they will bring their own context. These are quite different needs, so we need to try and meet them both without alienating the other. Secondary school teachers um, need activities for pupils and specific resources. Um, they won't just go to the website and browse it without having um, some guidance there. This is a, a more visual way of saying about the, the uh, potential user needs, the extent of the collection they require and the amount of context where you've got families right down the bottom in terms of um, wanting um, lots of objects but wanting lots of context and researchers and academics right at the top there wanting access to the whole collection but they'll have their own um, context with these other groups somewhere in between. Other things we've discovered, um, there's high expectation of search and browsing tools. Um, people have got used to using Google and the like, and with all the, the features those office offer, such as um, did you mean, sorting by relevance, um, doing partial searches for just parts of your search string, and so on. Um, Another thing we've discovered through this is that we have a large pool of enthusiastic and intellectually engaged visitors of all ages. Um, whilst some of these would be happy following predetermined themes, many want a rich exploratory experience that respects their intelligence while still providing compelling context in an approachable way. This means clever connections woven between objects in surprising and diverse ways. This could actually be a relatively small number of items where we've gone 
from this way of providing lots of connections, but with links to a larger pool of objects with less context. Many users also spontaneously expressed an interest in a range of online and offline volunteering activities to help the museum. There's great appetite to get closer to the museum and to give back, uh, to give back intellectually. So this enthusiasm is potentially ripe for a programme of crowdsourcing and perhaps related physical volunteering. Um, respondents were generally keener on crowdsourcing and volunteering activities that required some element of skill or knowledge. So some people were less interested than in straightforward keyword tagging of records as an activity, for example, than other concepts that help them to learn something provide a sense of satisfaction and reward for completion, and provide them with the ways to engage with objects more deeply, um, such as uh, identifying hieroglyphs and papyrus scrolls. I think one of the examples was shown earlier. Also wanted was more integration with the physical visit. Many of the users we spoke to saw the online resources in relation to the physical visit to some extent, rather than as a standalone resource and very few felt it was a substitute for physical visits. Instead, potential users expect there to be connections between provision on-site and online, though not necessarily through use of smartphones in the museum, which many saw as a distraction, but perhaps through in-gallery stimulus to access online collections after a visit, um, e.g. keeping track of objects they're interested in and then following that up, or through in-gallery kiosks to access deeper levels of interpretation. So once the outcomes of our user testing and research um, have um, been analysed, um, which has been carried out by the audience research consultants, Maurice Hargreaves McIntyre, they will be producing a report, which will then, in combination with our previous research, feed into an informed work, work that the consultants' intelligent heritage will carry out in consultation with the museum to formulate an overall online collection strategy and to produce a recommended operational plan for digitisation and online delivery. <laughs>